Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. It's episode 208. I, of course, am your host, the greatest man who's ever lived, your funky leader. It's me, it's Matt. With me, as always, is my buddy Eric. He's got a big smile on his face. He's happy to see you guys. He's happy to be here for the podcast. Look, I made reality happen. And now he's also happy to tell you how his week was because I'm going to ask him right now. Friend Eric, my dear friend, how was your week this week? Hey, well, you know what? My week was great. It was a good week. Very good week. I had good week at work. Didn't have to do a whole bunch of nothing until just now. Now it's Hellfire Brimstone, as we just talked about, which is why a smile wasn't on the face for a second, because he was trying to drag me down, folks. He was trying to drag me into the pits, and I said, no, I ain't going to the pits. Not happening. Not happening. I can't be the only one in the pits, Eric. Everyone has to be in the pit with me, unless I'm the one out of the pit, and then I go, you guys in the pit are dumb. I don't like That's stupid. I don't know why you're so babies in the pits. Just be Uh happy. happy. (laughs) We all know that feeling. Everybody does it. Oh, goodness. Hey, I finally built that stinking Harry Potter train this week that I've been talking about and messing with and had bought for the wife for Christmas like a year ago or whatever. It is it is up there. I got to get decorations and do all that for it, but that train, it chugs across the top of the Harry Potter room. And it does all sorts of cool Harry Potter sounds and noises and chuffs out smoke and everything. And so... Wow, it's so neat. It's the coolest. Feel good. You know, one of those things that always in the back of your head, like, you're supposed to do that. You were, you know, you should have done that a long time ago. And you're like, yeah, no, I know. I, I, someday I'll do it. It did. I did it. It's over. <sighs> Fresh breath. You know, just finally change the tone. Everything's going to be all right. On top of that, I finally got over from Elgato over to the Streamlabs. I reset up the mic. I've got all this stupid crap figured out. Took forever to figure out sound. And as Matt knows, something about me with sound is cursed. Mm -hmm. I can never get sound to ever work with anything, ever. I have to go through 50,000 routes and routes and wires and programs to make sound work. I don't understand what's happening. Not even Discord. The thing we use every single week, every time you boot it up, can you hear me? No. Can you? Can I hear you? No. It's it's always the, the wires across. Always. Man. Every week. And I change nothing. I turn this off, I go play video games, and I come back next week, and it doesn't work. I don't understand. So I had to do that. I mean, I watched, oh God, I'd probably say at least three and a half, four hours worth of YouTube videos. Ugh. Yeah. Just to find one that showed me in a sense in a manner that i understood and that was applicable to what i was actually trying to accomplish that finally was like hey if you do this do that i'm like thank god where were you the first one i clicked on why couldn't we just done it then that is always the worst because there's i mean like you said stuff that's applicable to what you're trying to do mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through that same thing going through an hour of stuff just to try and get the stream announcements in the discord and it's like oh click this do this and sign up for this account no 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 i want this the cheapest and easiest way and my last my last one i'm like if it's not in this one i'd give up and i'm never doing it ever boop oh there it is and it's like a little you know 20 second thing oh that's how you do it there you go Woo-hoo. where was that guy where was he why is that video Where always always buried? <laughs> exactly under the like the giant overarching. I'm just going to teach you how to generally use stream sort of like easy peasy. Yeah, and that's all the videos, like all 99. percent And then down at the bottom are the actual. Hey, do you have difficulty when you're using this particular part with this particular point to do that? Yep. That, hey, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. But I did it. I tested it yesterday. It all worked. I'm so happy. You know, I'm not touching a single button, a single thing anymore yep. on it either. It's, it's staying right there. I ain't touching it. Anybody ask me, say, hey, can you maybe switch that? No, I can't switch anything around anymore. It's over. Mm-hmm. Sw- switching days are done. Switching, messing around. Nothing. They, these speakers are going to last me forever. Well, see, what you got to do now, though, is you got to get your, your little chroma key background going. You got to get oh, that down. Right. You got to get. You got to change this. Yes. You got to up that. I got to add in a bunch of the cool Aurora lights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that. Someday we'll get there. I had that, actually, because I downloaded a theme in general, which had, like, all sorts of crazy crap. I didn't want most of it. So I got rid of almost all of it, and I was trying to at least keep the uh, the, the picture frame so I could have, like, a cool little frame on my uh, my picture. But I'm like, ah. 
But I couldn't figure out, in Elgato, you can just shape anything you want, period. There's no stipulation, no regulations. In this, you something stupid and easy, but I didn't know. You have to hold Alt down to actually do, like, manual movement. Otherwise, it just does very generic, you know, out, outboard, inboard, yeah, yeah. You, and it's set. You don't actually get to manipulate it. Well, in Elgato, you don't. You just do that regardless. And this, you got to hold off. Didn't know that. So after like fidgeting and screwing with it for like 15 minutes, I was like, and done. Just deleted every single stupid little add on and flare there was <laughs> yeah. and went, here's my picture. Here's the system. Here it works. I'm done. And then, of course, while watching those three hours of videos to try to figure out how to get sound to work, Someone was like, hey, if you just hold alt down, you can actually manually adjust your picture to fit in those crazy oblong-looking little windows, and then that'll get you your cool borders, and then blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it's too late now. I'm not going back in and trying to find another border. No, man, just, just wipe it and reinstall the whole thing. Reinstall, and then try and also figure it. out the thing you already have figured out, and it's set in stone. Yeah. Which yeah. I'll have forgotten. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll have to redo it. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we did all that. It was, it's good. It feels good to at least have that back up and running again. Like I said, the Harry Potter thing, and of course, hey, hanging out with the family and doing stuff. You know, nothing too crazy going on. Canned a bunch of freaking pears and did this and that and pickles and whatnot and the usuals. And of course, game-wise, I went and played some Overwatch with Mr. Matt. We had a great old time. Oh, yeah. We are we are tournament-level gold, oh, just gold champions. Mm-hmm. Gold champions in Lucio Ball. Oh, yeah. That's what we are. That's what we deserve to be. It's where we belong. I was afraid. I was afraid <laughs> when we were playing that because we got we got halfway in and we're we're rocking. We're doing we're, you know we're doing great, but we're doing stuff. And then it started to be every match. We're like, man, what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this booping. I don't understand how the boop works. Everyone's got to be boops. Got to be booping the boops. And I was like, oh no, it's it's going he's down. He's doing he's doing poor. He's he's not. He, gonna he's make getting it. mad. We're gonna end up bronze boys. God damn it. Nope. Nope. We're the golden gods of Lucio Ball. That's how we do it. No, I pulled through. I pulled through. You know, it was it was going down. And then Matt was like, hey, how about we just say the hell with it and go do something? And I went, no, no, we're too close. It's, Goose Fraba, it's going to be fine. It doesn't matter, Eric. Relax. It's cool. <laughs> I wasn't even doing terrible. It was just annoying. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, half the balls were <laughs> over to you, over to the other goalie, over to you. And I'm like, can I play? Can I Can I play some Lucio Ball? Or I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Just go find the only the two of the only little jump heads and try to intercept one of the freaking balls flying over my head. That's pretty much all I can do. Goodness. But then it paid off. We were golden gods. We went hooray. And then it got us into the actual fun Lucio Ball mode. And we destroyed. We oh, ruined we people's them. lives. I don't think we lost a single match. We've, no. We killed everybody. We mercyed every we single person. We slaughtered it. I, it was bad. I mean, because we went in there and it was already late. And it was toward the end of my run, which I laugh at that always because the end of my run is usually about 1130 or so. I, I like to wind down. So I get a half hour. I watch a show. And I go to bed. That's my routine. And I'm always like, yeah, you know, that's because what that's what I do. So that's what must be what everybody does. So of course, you know, I'm like, all right, Matt, it's been a great night. And then I go wake up, and every time Matt's like posting on Twitter at like three, four in the morning, five in the morning, and I'm like, Matt, night, Matt's night just started. Oh, Matt wasn't even close to done. That did not happen this time. I was maybe up until one. It was a, I settled down, and I was a good boy. But there are occasionally oh, those goodness. nights when you just you're just on that rocket ship to the moon. Yeehaw! Yeah. Oh, I definitely, uh, definitely was feeling that one. So I was like, whoo, have to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a great time. Also did some fall guys. I think I've kind of gotten to a pattern with that. I like to do a couple rounds, yeah. and then I usually bounce out. Uh, I don't want to. I don't like getting stuck on it because then I feel like I wasted my night. But I, you know, I enjoy playing, so mm-hmm. I want to actually get in there and try. No crowns. I came close again. Got up to the top and I saw the crown. And I was up on that last ramp again on the mountain or whatever it's yeah. called. Somebody else just got there and got it. So still chasing it, still going after it. And then lastly, control, boys and girls. I'm back in that. You know, I was having a rough time. I ain't gonna lie. I was kind of not feeling it. Like I love control. It was my game of the year, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was. Just, I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, man, I I do not want to sit here staring at these stupid maps, find out where to go. It was just I didn't have my abilities. I was getting shot and jacked up a bunch. I roughed it out though, and now I'm starting to get everything back. I'm starting to get my health up again. I'm starting to get my powers. I'm starting to be able to throw heavy objects and do all that. And now I'm like, okay. Whew. Oh, it's it's actually fun again, enjoyable. 
and I'm on that good roller coaster where the old janitor's talking to me a bunch. I'm finding the threshold kids, and I'm, I'm like, all right, now I'm eating the cereal. I'm having a good time again. I was going to say, because even when I started playing it, because I loved it last year too, it, you gotta, it takes a while to get into it. And especially for you, who you aren't starting over because you chose to, you got screwed over and your saves are gone. Mm-hmm. It, it would be like double hard to get back into it. So I'm, I'm just praying that never doesn't happen to me. So when I do <laughs> put that disc back in, it goes, hey, look, hey, here you are. You have those two optional bosses you didn't get for those two extra powers, but you're still... It's still time for control, as you remember yes. it. You're you're the way you left it, and you just go straight to the new stuff foundation mm-hmm. in awe, which is, of course, I think out. I, I think, think it's it today. Out now, yeah, yeah, I think it's today. So, man, oh, I'm so sad. I want to play it, but that's what I've been doing. That's my week. What about you, Matt? Uh, in the real life front, I don't really remember anything that happened this past week. It's just been a total blur of just whoosh. You went to work, and now you're home, but now it's time to go to bed and go to work again. Huh? I barely even remember playing video games, but I did play video games. We talked about Overwatch already. You talked about Fall Guys. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm glad I did get that crown the very first day that I played because now I don't feel like I have to play it. If I'm just like, ah, I'm in kind of a Fall Guys mood, I'll do one or two, and then I can just bounce out and not have to feel like, oh, man, I didn't make it again. It's just kind of like, ah, I just had a goof time. I didn't get close or I did get close, but, eh, you know, whatever. But then on top of that, of course, been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. I've been re- doing all kinds of crazy stuff on my island, but nobody really care- cares about that. I redesigned like the whole thing on Sunday. I just I put I put Animal Crossings in, and I was playing. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should make this giant field for my turnips. Do, 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 do. Made this giant field. Maybe I should sculpt the landscape over here a little bit more. Maybe I need to make like a little gym area and put the two, you know, the workout bros on their houses next to it. And I don't know it's just fun to. Go into this game you play every day, you do your dailies, and just be like, you know what? Today, I think I'm going to change everything around, and it's totally cool, and all your animals are happy, and like, wow, that's a great idea, Matt. You're the coolest. And I go, hell yeah, this is how my real life should be. I'm so amazing. My my virtual life is the best life. Just teleport inside of it, and you'll be just fine, Matt. Don't even worry about it. That's right. And another game that, well, I can't teleport inside of this one, because I'd be dead. Been playing Hunt Down a lot more, too. I say a lot, but like I'll sit down and play it for like two and a half, three hours. And then I also like feel good, like that's my hunt down for the week. And maybe I'll I'll talk about it more on what you play in third shift because I was going to do like a hey, Matt's in the game showcase thing, but now it's too late. I feel like like it's if I did it, it'd just be like, oh, because Matt doesn't have anything else to talk about. This is what we're going to do. But hunt down is kind of like a post apocalyptic 2D platformer shooter thing. It puts me in the mind of like that old RoboCop game when you're walking along as a RoboCop and you kind of shoot up and down and stuff. It's totally cool, totally awesome. It's got like that 70s, 80s post-apocalypse look to it where all the gangs are themed and it's got the, it's got a narrator who talks like this. You know, the guy from the old, the movie trailers and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's, it's awesome. I love it. That game is amazing. Like I said, it was on sale on Switch last week. I think it's only 20 bucks. I recommend everybody go get it. Everyone should also go get Creature in the Well, which is a hack and slash dungeon crawling pinball game. It doesn't make any sense. You should go watch a video of it. It's really cool. I'm really loving it. That's another game I play for like two hours for the week. That's it. I sit down. It's my switch time. I'm going to play Hunt Down, and then I play Creature in the Well, and I go, sweet. That was awesome. So it's, I don't know, both of them are fun in two totally different ways. Like I said last week, I encourage anybody to go check them out. Another thing you should check out is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. I know my buddy Eric's dying to tell you all all about that. Oh my goodness. You know, this is one of those funny games. All right. So when I was a young lass, you know, because we're sticking to it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Yes, yes. It's a running joke. I always say. That's that's true. You do. (laughs) Uh, So. I bought this game back in the OG days, all right, because I thought Final Fantasy, that you just buy Final Fantasy games, that's what you do, because you're an RPG fan. That's why I bought Final Fantasy XI, didn't know it was an MMO, didn't understand what MMO was at the time, didn't really play them, so got into that and was like, what the hell am I playing? Played it for a while, rabbits kept killing me, leveled up, killed me some more, didn't understand it. Did the same thing with Crystal Chronicles, all right? I bought this game going, all right, a cool new Final Fantasy for the GameCube, you know? This can be the best. Didn't understand it at all. Made no sense. Like carrying around this dumb chalice. It's like, what the hell's even happening? 
put the game down, never played it again. <laughs> totally wasted my money. All right. Then I got older and smarter and started to figure things out. It was way too late. Well, guess what? Bada bing, bada boom. Here we are a thousand and two years later. It's Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition developed by Square out as of today, the 27th of August for PlayStation 4, Switch, and then I think it's iPhone, iPad, I think something like that. doesn't matter who plays on those things anyway. It's ridiculous. Get off. Get out of here. <laughs> it is an, you know, an RPG, but here's the deal. The reason why I got so lost on it is it's crazy and way different than any other regular RPG I've ever played. Because you get to pick as a hero from these different races, and some have you know better defense, some have better offense, some have better spell casting, uh, speed, etc. You pick from these races that you want to be your hero. Once you've done that, you pop in, you find out, well, hey, look at the world's gone bananas. There's this evil miasma that surrounds everywhere, and the only protection from it is to gather up this like milky magic juice called myrrh or something like that. And you have to take it back to the villages they put in their little little thing and then allows them to stay alive for another year. So the caravan, the crystal caravans and the, the hunters slash whatever that go with them, go out to all these exotic dungeons and places and they have to retrieve this myrrh milk off of these magic tree things and then bring it back. And then as you when you do that, time will pass and it'll be like, hey, a season's gone by and you did this and that. And then the next season comes and you go to another dungeon to find more of this mermilk and you'll, you just rinse and repeat. And of course, the story goes along. You'll meet random, uh, you'll get like random quests on the road while you're on your way to a dungeon to get said mermilk and you can help them out and meet new characters and do certain things. And then Basically, at the end of the year, it wraps up, and then it's like, hey, uh, this year you met this character and this character, and they helped you do this, you helped them do that, you get into mermilk, you're a, you're a hero, but be careful, because, oh man, we hear there's an evil big boss rumbling in a dungeon, and so you might go back to the same dungeon next time, but it's got harder bad guys in it, harder enemies, but you get better rewards, better stuff, better gear, etc. Now, what's weird about this RPG is, remember that mermilk I'm talking about? If you're playing by yourself, a Moogle carries this little chalice with him, and it's filled with this magical milk. And you cannot go outside of this radius that it puts on you. Otherwise, this miasma just totally deteriorates your life pretty darn fast and screws you over. So if you're playing by yourself, you get no help. It's just you versus the world. And it's extremely difficult and annoying because with the chalice being an issue and with the monsters becoming very difficult and if you don't know in this game you you run around and hack and slash it's not like a, a item magic you know right, you right. do you, you you do have the the commands for magic but it's action rpg basically you all know the deal so you're running around doing that you got to stay within the circle and if you get overwhelmed you get overwhelmed the magic of this game is in co-op and back then you had to like hook up your game boy advances and everything else to play on all your separate screens. I didn't have friends. I've never had friends. So that's never been an option for me ever in my life. So it was screwed. This time around, however, you get to do it online instead of using Game Boy Advances. Nice. So you can play by yourself. It's challenging. It's more difficult. It's not as fun. This game was definitely made for you and your buddies to team up and, and work together. And instead of having a robot AI control the chalice then a player can control the chalice you can coordinate and talk to one another and really really smoke it and have a good time however in classic nintendo fashion they made connecting with other players extremely difficult you've got to get to the friend code crap you've got to do you can't if you're not on the same quest you can't play together every challenge there is in playing co-op they have it so they took this game that was supposed to be co-op. You're supposed to just jump in, get in an online lobby, play with some friends or strangers, and have a good time. And they, they just they just destroyed They ruined it. No. See, what they did was they remastered the experience you had before. That's You, you know, couldn't right. play with friends before, especially because you had to have the link cables and get your Game all Boy Advances and plug it all Game in. So even if you did have friends, nobody's going to have that stuff. I wouldn't have had that stuff, even if we were friends back then. So now mm-hmm. you can also not play with friends in an even more remastered fun way. Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then to, just to top it all off, hey, I got real. I got a couple real-life friends. How about I just invite them to my house and we can play together? Co-op. No. No. No co-op. No, 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 no localization. <laughs> no, no. Online only, folks. I, why, I don't understand why they would have done that. It, it bothers me because this game has so much potential. It was. It's a fun game. 
And they did that. So on the Switch, which is known in its ads, you pull off two controllers and you give one to your friend. Your friend. You can't do that can't in do this that. one. No. It's oh, fantastic. It's so beautiful. wonderful. It is. So unfortunately, folks, I want to say give this one a shout. Give this one a try. But the reality of it is is if you want to play solo, it's not an, op- an, an issue. But I, I do tell you it's... It is difficult sometimes because a lot of enemies do come on the screen. And I remember early, in my early days of playing, I was just getting wiped out a lot. And now, of course, like I said, I'm all grown up now. So maybe that wouldn't be the case. I'm only going off my memories from back when I played this and whatever the hell days it was. It was sometime in the Marine Corps. I don't remember. But back then, it wasn't for me. It wasn't a jive with it. And then with its online issues, it's really bugging me. Because this was one I was like, maybe I'll get one it's like, you know, cheaper and I can just bust it up and get online. And I was going to do some lobby stuff and just play with some people. But, hey, you know what? If you like playing by yourself or you do have friends who do know how to operate on a Switch really handy and you got friend codes and things getting passed out. And, and you're going to march to the same beat and not play on your own and get ahead of anybody. Give this game a shot. Sounds like a great game to play with <laughs> Daddy on your lunch hour. Perfect. Me and Daddy rocking it out <laughs> on our lunch hour. Yeah. <laughs> I am down for that, Matt. <laughs> now, now, I got to say, I'm very glad that you went very in-depth with your release this week because mine is a game I can't go in-depth with because there's nothing out there about this. Like, the game exists, and it launched, and I went on YouTube like, hey, let me find the IGN review. Let me find any kind of write-up from Push Square or Destructoid or anything. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm talking about The Last Campfire, developed and published by Hello Games, that came out today. Maybe that's the issue. But usually even stuff that comes out the day we record it, IGN's got their review up. And mm-hmm. Billy Bob Sam, who does his indie games, has got his stuff up. But The Last Campfire, if you recall from the Halcyon days of yore of Third Shift, I believe this was first revealed at the Game Awards two years ago. And it was something that you, me, and Danny all wanted to play because this is... It's it's an indie game where you are this kind of cute little creature thing. You got like a hood and like little ears that stick out, you know, underneath your hood. You're playing as this creature called Ember, and in the intro to the game, you're kind of like following some some other creatures like you on a little rowboat. You lose your you lose your oar and you kind of like drift off, and then like creepily some vines close the way behind you. You wake up in this mysterious forest, this mysterious realm, where. It feels like like a land of the dead to me because you find a lot of people and they're like, oh my God, I finally found another person. And you find a lot of other creatures like you that have gone forlorn. Like they've kind of, they're kind of drooped over and they're kind of turned to stone. And so what you do in this game is you explore that land. You you meet all kinds of mythical creatures. Like there's like a big frog in one of the gameplay things I saw. And you kind of solve puzzles to help out these characters. When you meet a forlorn person, you kind of go into their head a little bit. And you and the environment changes. You get like a unique little puzzle room. You find that, and you find like a little spark of life, like a little wisp of flame that's kind of trapped away in a cage. So you're pushing blocks. You're you know rolling blocks in one of them that I saw, like pushing these big like stone wheels around to open up paths, pushing them into the water to create bridges. When you find that little spark of life, that forlorn person turns back to life. The color comes back to him. Like oh, thank you. It's just kind of a an exploration slash puzzle game. The graphics are really kind of simple, but really beautiful, really cute. The music is really like mellow and melancholy and kind of groovy. So you know this is my kind of game. I wouldn't say dark, but it has like a, a dark atmosphere to it. Because like I said, as soon as you wake up, you feel like you're, you've passed on. And you're meeting like lost souls who are also trying to pass on. That's the vibe I get from this. Whether or not that's the actual story, who knows? There's literally... Like, only three things available on YouTube about this game. It's the actual reveal trailer. The developer telling you basically what I just said. You go through this world and you help people out and you meet mythical creatures. And there's one gameplay bit, 60 minutes of gameplay with a character walking through, you know, the intro woods, finding all the forlorn characters, solving their puzzles. So definitely check out any of those, any of the only three (laughs) gameplay videos available on youtube just check it out like i said if you if you see the graphics and you hear that music in motion you'll know whether this is for you or not if you like kind of like those quiet narrative contemplative kind of games with a little bit of puzzle thrown in you're gonna love the last campfire i'm still super stoked to play it but i'm kind of sad that i can't tell you guys how long it is or what people are saying about it because nobody's saying anything there's nothing out there but it looks like it's up my alley if it's up your alley check it out i believe it's out for 
PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One. I think it's on Apple Arcade, too. It's everywhere. So if you want The Last Campfire, you can get The Last Campfire. Go check it out. You should check it out, man. And, of course, while you're out there searching and finding things, you need to be checking out where the hell them shift codes are, man. And you know what? You're the one. You're the magic man. I'm not the magic man. That's your favorite part of the day. It's the best part of the show. If you guys could see me live, you'd see the smile come back to my face. Because we got shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands, the pre-sequel, and Borderlands 3. So hit up the Twitter, the Red Forums, the Instagram. Hit up our Discord, where our buddy Sean Haggerty posts them in all the time with some cutesy little comments saying like, Hey, Matt's the coolest guy I've ever known, but also shift codes are cool. So hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot in two outstanding games. We say it all the time. I love the pre-sequel. I need to be getting back into it. I could get free loot in it this week. If I just put those shift codes in, you should be putting those shift codes in and getting yourself closer to the light. You know, you know what else gets closer to the light? Moths get closer to the light, Matt. All right. That's what. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad, oh, sir. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So today, if you don't know, GamesCon's rocking out the uh, O-O-N-L, whatever the hell they call it. What's what's the opening night live? Opening night I almost live. forgot. There I you go. It, it took place. I didn't get to watch it all. I was leaving work for an appointment towards the end of it. But I did get to see Godfall's little snippet trailer that they put up here. And I'm, I got two minds on this one, all right? They're split 50-50. First off, fantastic. I love seeing these armors and this moth armor. Verti- it's called Vertigo or Vertigo? Yep, yep. Yep. It looks amazing. And it was cool, too, to see it on a female uh, body type because most of them mm-hmm. have been shown on a male body type. So, and I was wondering about that. I was like, you know, are you going to be able to choose male or female or just whatever armor type? You're just going to be a male in that or a female right. in the other one? How is that going to work? So here we go. We saw a female body type on this wonderful armor, which looks super cool. Totally want it. I was happy that they showcased it. Then they kind of had her like jumping around, killing a couple baddies, and it ended. And I was fine. I was happy, but I thought it was a bad choice for like a world premiere snippet like on this stage because I just don't think everybody knew what Godfall was about yet. So like all these new faces coming on trying to check out what's going on and it was like Godfall, look at this cool armor and then a slash slash and it ended. And I was like, well, this is, that's really weird. It's not like, I just don't know if that was the right spot for that particular trailer because... If you didn't know what Godfall about was about already, you're just like, what in the world's even happening right now? You, you show me a random armor and slash slash and walk away. And I was like, well, hopefully it's a lot of Godfall fans right now watching this and checking this out and going, sweet. I will say you do make a valid point. I didn't see the little Valor Plate reveal trailer at the Gamescom thing because I couldn't see any of it. I caught the tail end. I didn't see it in here. Where I saw it was on Twitter, and I was like, hey, look, here it is. So I don't I don't have that at all, but I, I do agree. If it was just like in the middle of stuff, hey, here's a thing, bloop. Yeah, you, you, what they needed to show in that was a snippet from what we didn't get to see, mm-hmm. which was an 11-minute interview with our buddy Keith Lee with IGN, where he went in-depth on Valor Plates, customization. They showed off a lot more gameplay. Now, I was only able to watch like the first minute, minute and a half of this, because I logged into the Twitter account, and I was like, all right, I'm getting ready, you know, getting prepped so I can post the show. And it went, 11 minutes of Godfall. And I went, oh, wow, why do you guys keep doing this to us? But I will say, in that first like minute and a half, they showed a lot more gameplay, not just one-on-one, but one-on-a-whole-room of gameplay, and they showed the female body type with a new Valor plate that I hadn't seen before, and the character who was playing was kicking butt, but then also getting knocked around, and I went, look, AI's here, oh my god, you can see them actually fighting for, like, not like they weren't getting tossed around willy-nilly, but I was like, oh man, so you need to watch that, and we need to talk about it next week, because that was, it, it answered a couple of the questions that I had already that we talked about like two weeks ago or whenever it was. And I told you off air, I was super stoked to get to this part. I was hoping they would while I was still at work, you know, listening. But man, that, that event was, it went on forever. So I didn't get to see it. I, I cannot wait because we've talked about it on previous episodes. I want to see the AI actually acting out and going nuts. I want to see enemies on screen. I want to see what that, that movement, that second to second combat's like and everything else. So it, it, I'm now I'm hyped. Now I can't wait to go watch that video. I'll, course go watch it probably well not right after this but you know 
once the kids are in bed, et cetera, I'll probably go check that out for sure. Yep. Super excited to see more on it. I hope, I hope we do get a lot more and I hope we can get everybody on board and get hyped because, you know, I want a couple games to be excited about this fall that I can play on my brand new shiny PlayStation 5 and just be like, oh, look how amazing this is. Wow. Absolutely. And speaking of amazing, if you guys have been collecting them tubs, rubber ducks for the Borderlands 3 characters, this is how I'm I'm segwaying and I'm steering it in. If you love those amazing tubs, rubber ducks, now they've released two more. They got Mordecai and Handsome Jack. And I will say, we did laugh when we saw the rubber ducks at first and we're like, ah, that's kind of weird. It's a rubber duck thing. But on that announcement tweet, someone did reply. I'm like, hey, I got the Mordecai duck just yesterday and showed two more like detailed shots of it. And that rubber duck is pretty well detailed. And I shouldn't be surprised because, you know, Funko Pops have really awesome details in them too. Little intricate details in there. So do the Tubbs rubber ducks. I feel like we haven't gotten like good enough shots of them or like a 360 pan around to see all the little details on them. But they're pretty impressive. So if you like, you know, stuff like Funko Pops or little collectible things like that, Tubbs rubber ducks, as silly as it does sound, they look pretty cool. I got to say. I, you know, I'll give you that. Cool duckies, but there's never an instance where I need a ducky in my life. I don't you take baths. You got two girls. You got two young girls with rubber ducks they don't in the take bathtub, baths. son. No, they don't take baths. They shower. They go in. They get three minutes to scrub down. They get one minute to rinse off, and they get out. We don't play in the tub. Was this Marine Corps with the children? What That's what we do. That's how we roll. <laughs> if they're not out with three minutes, we come in with the hose. We turn the we hose get, on them. Hey, I come in, and I start whooping butts and taking names. <laughs> <laughs> terrible terrible I well, well, I, if they, at least, if they at least had the tubs they could, they could retaliate dad whap squirt me with the, the yeah run out a little ducky butt whatever it is just squirt the water out <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get you oh, oh man. my god well, there's no segue but what we do always talk about is the weekly event in borderlands 3 you know it's coming up on the first year anniversary so they've been doing those cool weekly events every single week this week starting right now as we're recording this going through the 3rd of September it's mayhem made mild mayhem mode will only roll easy modifiers for you no matter what mayhem you are on so if you want to brag to your friends like hey man i beat grave ward on mayhem 10 and i'm so cool cuz i got a loot explosion they'll go wait a minute a loot explosion did you play that on mayhem made mild and then you'll go oh man sorry yes i actually did But if you're scared of Mayhem Mode, if you don't like the mediums and the hards and the very hards, now for a week, it's going to be fun, crazy, easy mode stuff. It's just a fun roll through, a little romp through the tulips with your friends, you know? This is where where I pop back in for sure because uh, the daughter wants to play, so I'm going to get her down here with the controller. We're going to start them new characters, roll them up, play just straight from the word go on Mayhem Mode. Except that's impossible unless I actually go on my main character. Here's what you do. You can re-roll new characters up to, what, 30 or 40? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever it is that's made past the main story, correct? Yeah, just oh, yeah. just roll her up a new character that way. Yeah, and then we can pop Mayhem's on, and then we can start rolling through story stuff and having a good time where we're both needing what we're doing instead of me just having her tag along while I go do stuff and she has no idea what's happening. Yeah. Which is kind of fine anyway, because I don't really like having her hear anything. So she just sits there listening to her music while I hear the story, because you know they're constantly saying crazy things that she doesn't need to be hearing. So this is like this is like that scene <laughs> in Face Off where they put the put the kid music on the kid as they're having the big giant gunfight. Imagine yeah. her just sitting there listening to like kids bop, like yeah, shoot psychos. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. She might turn out to be a serial killer. That's fine. Probably, yeah. It's okay. I I am too. I mean, you know, I too am also looking (laughs) to jump back into this for Mayhem Made Mild because I will say, you know, I'm not scared of Mayhem's. I turn up the Mayhem's every now and then, but I miss that loot explosion that comes with Mayhem too because it's just fun. It's fun to shoot an enemy in the head and see like iridium and money and, you know, green guns and blue guns and white guns and maybe even a legendary if I'm really, really lucky. It's just fun. To play that way and to see foom, 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 and you have a big firefight and you go around the room and it's just covered in stuff. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. to have that possibly roll on every single Mayhem instead of just the two that it does, Mayhem 2 and I think it's what, like 7 is the other one where it usually rolls? That, that, that would just be fun. That make me play on 3 and 4 and 5, whatever those interstitial ones are in between the loot explosions. 
Eh, it's a fun thing. I'm going to be digging it. I'm going to be doing it. And, of course, you're going to be maxing out getting the best of the best loot, which is going to prep you for the upcoming flipping expansion, man. So I want to I want to bring back our conversation about this, all right? Because we were talking about the Kriegs DLC. Mm. Uh, 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 what do they call it? A, a Fuster Cluck? There you go. Yes. I knew I was Psycho gonna... Krieg and the Fantastic Fuster Cluck. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to say that again because I'm going to screw it up the next yeah. time I say it. I was already, I was terrified from the word go. I was like, uh-huh. I'm not going to say this right. There's no way. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so we were like, oh man, Mental Mars and Randy, they were like talking about, you know, being badass bunkers. And I said, yeah. I said, I don't know, boys and girls, just it, everything else doesn't point to that. It points to like a claptastic right. voyage. Yeah. It's a claptastic voyage. It is not claptastic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say traptic, trastic, trastic, matrastic. What's words? I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? You're going out of your mind. That's the whole point of this. You're freaking insane. We're going into the mind of Krieg, which has got a little bit of sane in there and mostly not sane. What'd you think of that trailer, man? I really dug the trailer. I like the two different voices of it. I like the just the wildness of it. I mean, the whole. this is basically what I thought it would look like. I mean, uh-huh. craziness abounding, a giant Krieg that's yelling at you. It's it's everything that I did want in it. I don't know. What about you? I'm I'm stoked because if you want, listen to the border cast and and got that interview, they were like, "Well, this is one of those wonderful times where we can do whatever we want." Yes, because it's not in the reality. It's not part of the lore. Mm. This is what Krieg wants. What Krieg sees, which since we know he's half insane, half not, basically. Everything, nothing's the limit. Anything can go. And they talk about, well, he talked about how there's, they're mixing monsters in here. So you got yes. like a, you know, a skag mixed with this or that. And things just aren't quite what they're supposed to be because what Krieg saw didn't make sense because he's a mm-hmm. cr- freaking crazy. Of course, there was that awesome thing where Maya comes back and you're like, there. That's how you get her back in through, of course, her being dead, but Krieg remembers her, and so therefore she's in here helping you out, doing all sorts of cool stuff. I thought that was a nice touch, a way to get a you know a dead character in there. I was gonna say you see Lilith too. You see her yep. at some point, and mm-hmm. obviously he was running around with Lilith if he was your main in Borderlands too. So maybe you're revisiting stuff from there. But again, a character who's gone, you get to see again in a different form because you're inside Krieg's head. Living through those memories. Exactly. So they're getting to do anything they want. The environments can be as insane, as crazy as you want. You saw the giant creek going crazy. You know, mm-hmm. you saw the choo-choo train, the the loca, whatever it was. Uh, Locomobius. Locomobius. There it is. You saw that chugging along. You're going through portals, going to different areas. So by going through these portals, that gives them another chance to just completely change the environment. So you can do a straight up complete wipe and change and go anywhere and do anything you want. And there's the possibility of seeing different places, different spaces at different times. Mm-hmm. So you could right now, you could bring back anybody and have some kind of cool storyline with them. Axton could come back. Wilhelm, you know, which we saw, like I said, in a little patch. So I wonder what that's all about, if anything. Uh, and it was Mitsu, I think, brought up something that it did go, oh, you're right. He might have a memory of Handsome Jack and how things went down. Mm-hmm. So maybe Handsome Jack could make an appearance back in this one with you seeing things through Krieg's eyes of how Handsome Jack was. And I was like, that'd be amazing. Because Max did say there's an area that's all themed around Hyperion and Krieg's experiences with them. So uh-huh. Hyperion, Handsome Jack, it just makes sense. Yeah, everything that he said about this trailer was exactly what I wanted to hear. The fact that they can just go absolutely crazy. The fact that they can change around, play with your expectations. Like you said, the enemy combos, just like he, he talked about even just like the pacing of it, how you usually have like a big action room and then you have downtime to go sort through your loot. How Krieg can just, whenever he wants, you know, in theory, just be like, oh, hey, now it's the downtime. And then a big giant monster came up and then the poop train came through or whatever it is. I'm excited to see how it changes up that normal gameplay loop because as much as I do like it, I mean, you know me, go through Borderlands, get that Borderlands feeling. So anything to shake up that formula and who's better at doing that than Krieg, it sounds fantastic. It sounds awesome. Yes, I am very much looking forward to it. The They mentioned weapons a little bit. There'll be a ton more of those. The weapon that was mentioned, the only one that was mentioned, was a sniper rifle that drops comets. And I was like, okay. Now, this could be amazing if it's a sniper rifle that you point at the character, and once you have a lock on, you push to pull the trigger, 
and then it's like artillery fire. A comet's launched, and then boom. But if it's like a gun that just literally you shoot, and then comets just start raining down at that start, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds cool, but it depends on how it's it's popped in there, I think. The effect sounds really cool. The fact that it's not a sniper rifle made me sigh and wail and gnash my teeth. Yeah, well, the true. one legendary I'll tell you about is a sniper rifle. Come on, dude. Mm. I never use those ever, ever, ever. Stop I it. I agree with that statement very much. And then, of course, to tie it all back to what I was originally talking about is that I think the misinterpretation came from, I think, because Randy said it before, I believe, is that they wanted this DLC to be in the same category as Bunkers and Badasses, that, you know, that, that coveted, big, really good, really awesome and meaty DLC. I think that's where he was trying to go with it. Right. Like, hey, look, get pumped for this really meaty finale of a... Uh, of a DLC. I've still been betrayed. Mental Mars, I said we had to believe you, and now yeah, we don't. Right. Unless that's DLC 5. I said it could be DLC 5. I said it last week. <laughs> now, it's going to be. Now, here's the here's the deal. Here's the ticket, all right? Are we done? Because Randy also posted, he said, hey, if, and I say if, we did any more content or DLC, what would you all like to see? And then he posed the question, like, would you see... Would you like bigger DLC, like bigger chunk stories, or would you like micro DLC with like little, just additional this and that, additional weapons, you know, stuff? So we had a few of those up, and then it was having people vote. I never saw the outcome of it though, but uh, he did post it out there, just trying to get the interest of what folks would want if they mess with a season two of Borderlands Three. You have to have something because Lilith's on the moon. The moon got blown up and has a firehawk yeah, symbol in it. Borderlands Four, man. No, it's not. Nothing else for that. seven years, and then boom, we'll carry on the story about why Lilith on the moon and go and save Pickles, Athena, and, and uh, everybody else. No, you can't do that because we've already established that you can rocket ship to the moon. You could do that before Borderlands 2. You could do it in the pre-sequel. So if they do another seven-year thing, then they can't have the time be relative to how it was. It was already thin in this one. Oh, man, it took me seven years of looking for this map. Uh-uh, no way. It took, it took no us way. seven years to build this rocket to go to the moon to say, no, there has to be more DLC. There has to be, because they set it up. I mean, didn't Randy Varnell say that when he was on the show? Oh, man, there's a lot of things you'd want to see as DLC, and we're totally mm-hmm. looking at thinking about doing that. Something like that, that's the paraphrase of the century. There's got to be something. There's got to be at least one big chunk where you go to the moon, Davis Pickles there. You do all the things we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you like to see? I mean, we've kind of already discussed a little bit, but of of the mild little chunks or like just one more big DLC that really goes to town, what what would you prefer? I'm torn. I'm, I'm, I'm like you earlier. I'm torn 50-50 because I love a big, meaty DLC, you know, where they can go crazy. They can make a whole new environment, all new characters, do all the things, like every single DLC they've done. It's been great. But I also don't want to wait two years for one big DLC. I also like the little individual, like, monthly stuff. I like this, I like that. You know, the Headhunter DLCs from Borderlands 2. I loved paying, like, two bucks for those and having a drunken night running around with you having a great time. So I want want both. I want everything. Conclude the story via a series of six more giant DLCs. But then in the meantime, in that two and a half years that you takes to drop all those, also give me monthly headhunter events and seasonal events and takedowns and all the other things. Give me all the things. I want everything. So, you know, you should have everything. We should all have everything. We deserve yes. everything. But I want them to take Battleborn's ops and really look at what made those amazing yeah. and bring them in to Borderlands because they have the takedowns but the takedowns aren't quite there takedowns are fun they're amazing they're cool it's a really good level setup the bosses are really cool and fun but the 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 emotion the story the the laughs it's not really there like it was with Battleborn Battleborn's ops man those things were just had you laughing giggling smiling playing through over and over and over again and you had to play through them 10 times to get uh-huh. the full story. Exactly. As much as I've loved the DLCs they've put out, I can't play through them more than two times or else I'm going to be like, okay, okay, here's where I walk to town and I don't know that you're bad. But if you give me like a takedown size thing, but you have the voiceovers 
10 different voiceovers. I'm going to play it at least 10 times, probably 10 times after that to try and find my favorite one again, just like we did with Battleborn. And if you got really good themed ones, it's like Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion. I'll play We've those played a billion times. Mm-hmm. I want that. And we know they can do it because they did it with Battleborn. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I really hope the crew over there is remembering that amazing content they did and bring something like that over here to Borderlands because the characters of Borderlands are awesome. There's a ton of amazing characters, but I feel we always get surface level interaction with most of them. Mm-hmm. And these, these ops, if they've made those, and this is smaller content, you know, it's not, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's smaller content. And they could release this throughout the next few years leading up to their giant DLC that would give us the rest of the story they want to tell up till Borderlands 4, if they ever get to it, etc. And that would be perfect. That would be what I would like, because then it's a little bit of both worlds. You're getting, you know, you're getting a little content here and there, so it's not just deadpan for years, but it also gives them time and people to throw onto the main group making that DLC and have your subgroup wrapping up making these ops every now and again. And of course you could throw in a takedown here and there to keep it going because the takedowns are really cool. I like the big boss fights, but I want them to get back to that ops again. Now you sold me. Now I don't even want proper DLCs or little micro holiday events. I just want ops missions. Mm -hmm. Just give me ops missions again. Give me five good ops missions. And one that I really, really like. Make one a noir theme. Just do it, and I'll play it oh, forever. So I will never good. stop talking about it on the show. Oh, like, my God. Man, if you remember, we used to talk about it constantly with Battleborn. So uh-huh. you'll get that all over again. We'll be gushing about it all the time, playing <laughs> it over and over. Oh, and, of course, if you give me one like Anari's, oh, yeah, yeah, that was so good. Man, I loved her little feedback there. And the Demon Bear, you know, if you guys remember that one. You know, everybody listening, you, know, you fall play Battleborn. But Nari's just like, ah, oh, he's my friend. And we didn't even have to fight him. Well, it was just the best. God. Who? Well, it was Monte. What? You keep calling her Anari. Are you even a Lani oh fan? Oh, my God. Have you even played oh Battleborn, Mr. What, the, what are oh names? What are names, you know? Okay, that one blue lady who had I the love, fishies I love in playing the as Python, the snake the man. DLC. He likes to do the Python thing. <laughs> well, is he snake guy? What is he, hand to- puppet master? That's what I yes, always call him. Puppet, puppet master. master taunt, yes. <laughs> oh, what are man. names? Names are silly. We don't need them. We'll just describe them. That's all we need to do. <laughs> So dialing it back to DLC 4, because we got way off track. Way off track. If you guys want to see more of it, well, definitely check out that interview that the Bordercast did. Check that out. And if you want to see more of it, the gameplay reveal on the IGN Gamescom live stream is coming up in two days as we're recording this on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I don't care about Pacific Time. You guys are jerks. Maybe except for Hunter, you're okay, I guess. But check it out there. That'll be the gameplay reveal. So you're going to be hearing some story, seeing some weird stuff, seeing some, some, some crazy psychos riding around on bullets flying around. And then if you can't wait, after the Bordercast whetted your appetite, IGN soothed it up a little bit. They gave you like a little appetizer bit. If you can't wait for more, you don't have to wait long because it's out on the 10th of September. It's out just like in two weeks, essentially. Yeah, two weeks. And you're playing it. It's crazy. crazy. It's wild. And it's going to fly by because it always flies by. Now, I will say, I love that they do this. It's not like, oh, we announced the DLC and in two months, can't wait till you get your hands on it. It's always been like two weeks, three weeks, maybe at the max. Gearbox has done an awesome job with that lately with Borderlands 3. I really appreciate it. I really love it. So props to them for that. And I can't wait to be playing this. I can't wait. I I can't wait for that Friday. You and I mm-hmm. oh, drinking yeah. beers. We're oh, going crazy and the game's going crazy at the same time. We're not even going to know what's real. I, I, I saw a purple flashlight down here like Craig. And then like when I wake up, I won't remember half of anything. It's going to be the best. Just the best. Like it'll be flashes like you said flashes, colors, pictures. And I'm like, I totally got to do this whole DLC again because I can't talk about it because I don't remember half of it. You know, it would be amazing. What would be really, really amazing is if, obviously, there's two of us and a max Uh of four players in a DLC, you know, in the Uh co-op. It would be amazing is if it split the personalities in half. So, like, you got Serious Krieg and I got Crazy Krieg. you were getting crazy. And and it would, like, split back and forth. I don't know if they could do that, but that would be freaking amazing. totally different. 
And I'm like, he just said to do this. So he told me to eat a fart and jump off this cliff. I'm like, well, I don't know which one to do. Or just like in the middle of the quest as we're running and fighting, hard split. You go into purple world. I go into red world. Now the enemies have changed. Oh, Oh, that's getting crazy right there. That's wild. You're going too far. There's no way. That's impossible. Impossible, man. I I like the idea, but man, that's too much. I'm just too excited for this DLC, and I want it to be the best that it can be, which we know it will be, because they always knock it out of the park with DLC 4. Whether it's main team, whether it's Australia team, whether it's this giant conglomeration of teams. And the history's there. They've done great with all the DLCs, so I am 100% sure we're about to be in for a hot fire of a time. Absolutely. So you're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. What about you, listener, out there in podcast land? Are you looking forward to it as much as we are? Let us know that. Via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Let us know how hyped you are, because I'm hyped. He's hyped. Are you hyped? I think he's hyped, guys. Gals, I think he's Woo! so excited. I'm crazy. I think he's super excited. Look at him go. Look at him go. You know what? If you're so excited, and you're over there flanging, flanging your arms around, head on over to that Patreon while you're doing it, and flang, flong, flong, badung your money our way, because we're doing such an amazing job of keeping you entertained that you want to throw and flang that money to us so we can pay these bills. There's a little blue light right up here, and it can't stay on unless I have cash. It can't. It just can't. So if you like what we're doing, consider heading over there and throwing a bucket to our way. It's just a little tip jar. Hey, we appreciate it so much. But also, as Matt said, you don't have to even do that. You can just be interactive and tell us what you think of the new DLC. Give us some stuff you want to talk about when we play the new DLC. Do any uh, gosh old thing. We're here for you. We're here for us. Hey, be part of the group. Be part of the conversation. Help us help you. And help us out by listening to our very next episode, which will be on the 3rd of September. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. And now for a beautiful little song. Five stars. Ta-da. Beautiful. Not bad. Not bad. You got to get us five stars, boys and girls. Once again, you just got played a beautiful song on my magic fiddle thing. Ah, what a wonderful day. It's not even a fizzle fiddle sound, dude. (laughs) That's like a flute thing. I thought you were going to go like full on like Green Ranger with your little dagger. But you went like like Piccolo style with it. There you go. Can't get copyright strike. That That wasn't three seconds can't get copyright strike and we can't close out the episode without saying shut up and sit down